Good afternoon and welcome to Uncle Paul's <laughs> Jazz Closet. This is your host, Cindy McGurl, bringing you the music of jazz drummer Paul Modian, music he created, music he inspired, and music he was inspired by. And today's show is part two of Paul Modian in the 1970s. Um, which I started last week, part one. Um, and it was all inspired by a photo I came across, a really nice photo of Paul from 1975. And um, I also, um, he also took pictures on that same roll of film, I believe, of the Keith Jarrett Quartet um, when they were on tour. And the photos I posted um, on my blog page and Facebook, uh, Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet and uh, jazzcloset.blogspot.com were taken, I believe, by Paul um, of the Keith Jarrett Quartet on tour in Minnesota. Um, so we're going to start out the show um, with a lot of Keith Jarrett Quartet and move into some of Paul's own music as leader, too. And I've got a lot of readings today from Paul Modian's um, unpublished autobiography as well. And I um, want to thank my sponsors, Brockport Automotive, the Dowling Walsh Gallery, and Curator for helping to bring the show on the air here at WRFR. I'm going to start off with a reading um, about how Paul first came to play with Keith Jarrett. It was Monday, my usual night off. I had been working a lot lately, and I was happy to have the day off. I was looking forward to a day of relaxation. It wasn't to be. I got a phone call from Tony Scott. Hey, Paul, I got a gig for you tonight. I could pay you $15. I didn't want to do it, but sometimes it's not possible to say no to Tony Scott. He picked me up that night in a cab, and we headed downtown to a club called The Dom on East 8th Street. There would be drums there. I wouldn't have to bring mine, and that made it a little easier. When we walked into the club, I heard the piano player soloing on The Song Is You, I recognized the bass player. It was Henry Grimes. Tony, who's the piano player? He's good. I loved what I was hearing. That's Keith Jarrett. He's 20 years old and I discovered him, Tony said. I played with Keith that night and we hit it off right away. We fit together like two pieces of a puzzle. It was the beginning of a long and beautiful musical relationship. The first rehearsal I had with Keith was at his place on East 11th Street. He played on his small Baldwin acrosonic piano, which he liked a lot. Charlie Hayden played bass. I'd met him before, but we'd never played together. We played through some music, and it felt and sounded good. So that's how they met. And, um, and we're going to move ahead in time some, because that was probably about 1967 or so. And in May of 1975, the Keith Jarrett Quartet went to Japan to do a tour. Um, and I have two amazing cassettes of um, rehearsals and backroom chatter that Paul Modian recorded. Um, 
He really was a documentarian. I'm seeing more and more. <laughs> so um, I'm going to start out just playing um, a little bit from that. Uh, Keith Jarrett, Dewey Redman, Charlie Hayden, and Paul Modian. See, now the nice thing about your recorder, Paul, and the cheaper recorders is that when you're using my... This ain't no cheap recorder, man. This is the most expensive recorder. Sony makes the, 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 the top line. <laughs> oh, is that right? No, but... Uh, $110, man. Okay. That ain't cheap, man. All right, man. sure. All right. Okay, smoke So I'm playing that figure right, you were just singing? Hmm? I'm playing that figure you were just singing? Yeah, basically. I mean, uh -huh. I want you, I mean, if you feel like playing, I'd like you to play on that. Hmm. I want to see how. Thank you. 
That was Dewey Redmond's tune, Gotta Get Some Sleep, take two from Bob B. Um, and I'm playing the CDs from Mysteries, The Impulse Years, 1975 to 76. Um, that was recorded in 1976. Um, Keith Jarrett, piano, Dewey Redmond, tenor, Charlie Hayden, bass, Paul Modian on drums. Um, and there's a lot of Dewey Redmond tunes on Bob B. And before that, we heard uh, what I call the cheap recorder, <laughs> the little chatter there, before Dewey Redmond practicing um, at uh, Keith Jarrett's direction. And I'm not sure what the tune is. Um, if you know, let me know. I've got a little more reading to do. This is about the Keith Jarrett Quartet and American Tour from Paul Modian's unpublished autobiography. We were on our way to Colby College in Waterville, Maine. The Keith Jarrett Quartet was to play opposite the Gary Burton Quartet. Keith and I were in one car, and Dewey and Charlie were in another car. We were on the highway and very near to Colby College. A car passed us, going the opposite way. Wasn't that Dewey and Charlie? Yeah, it looked like them. They're going in the opposite direction. They passed right by us. I hope they're not lost. We have to play soon. Keith and I arrived at the school. No Dewey, no Charlie. Gary, would you mind playing first? Dewey and Charlie didn't get here yet. The Gary Burton Quartet played their set. It was time for us to go on, and since Dewey and Charlie weren't there, Keith played a solo set. Finally, Dewey and Charlie did show up. Where were you guys? Sorry, man, we passed by a lobster place and thought Maine lobster would taste real good. We may never get another chance, so we stopped and had some lobster. I thought it was funny. Keith didn't. Um, this is from the album Backhand, um, a Paul Modian tune, Victoria, that was recorded but not released on the original album, but released on this uh, Mysteries, the Impulse Years release, recorded in 1974.
since you bought one, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last suitcases, years. Suitcases, right? Samsonite, anyway, Samsonite suitcases are like 65 so. I paid 50 for mine in uh, like uh, uh, seven years ago. So, and, you know. Uh, see what happens tomorrow. I won't tell you what I paid for mine. It don't fall apart tonight. Yeah, but on airplanes, man, you don't have any Yeah, control. I'm going to get one before we fly. That's not the smallest one you make. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah? That's a 55? Two seats. I've got a lot of places Well, maybe. Maybe. This is a great dressing room conversation, eh? How you like it, tape? <laughs> uh oh. If you're gonna talk, come in here. <laughs> I sit here all by myself and the tape's on. Run the whole tape, nothing on it. More uh, semi ridiculous chatter from the Keith Jarrett Quartet on tour in Japan in 1975, um, recorded by Paul Modian. Um, I call that little episode Suitcase. <laughs> and before that, we heard two versions of Paul Modian's tune, Victoria. Um, the last one was from his uh, album as leader, Tribute which was recorded in 74 and released in 75 on ECM. Uh, Sam Brown on the beautiful opening guitar. Um, Carlos Ward on alto sax and also Paul Metzke on electric guitar. Charlie Hayden on bass, Paul Modian on percussion. And the first version of Victoria was Keith Jarrett on piano um, from Backhand, uh, but it wasn't released on the album, but was released later on Mysteries uh, CD collection. Um, and I had a phone call from Joe in Camden who um, went to the concert at Colby College that I was reading about on the break there, and uh, he said it was really great. Gary Burton was at the top of his form, and, uh, and the Keith Jarrett Quartet was great, too. He said the only one who, who had a few breaks and uh, troubles was Keith. <laughs> so uh, he said he sa it felt like Paul was sort of keeping things calm and keeping things together. And uh, yeah, I can see that. That was fun to hear that reminiscence. Um, I want to remind you that you're listening to WRFR, Low Power, Rockland, Maine, Community Radio, 93.3 FM. I'm going to continue reading. This is uh, titled, The Beginning of the End. 1976 was the beginning of the end for the Keith Jarrett Quartet. It happened at the end of our last European tour. The tour began in Stuttgart, Germany, where we recorded the Survivor's Suite, 
one of the best albums we ever made, a favor of mine. We then played in Willisaw, Switzerland, and after that, another recording, this time live, during a concert in Bergenz, Austria, Eyes of the Heart. Keith didn't like it at first and didn't want to release it. I liked it and thought it was very good. Some years later, Manfred Eicher of ECM mixed the recording and put it together as a double album that consisted of three recorded sides and one blank side and sent it to Keith. Now Keith liked it and agreed to release it. Our next concert was in a large hall in Hamburg, Germany, a concert hall used mostly for classical music. Traveling with us were two roadies who were also doing the sound for us. When we were playing our first set and right in the middle of one of the songs, a soft ballad, one of the roadies walked right up onto the stage, walked up behind me and whispered in my ear, Paul, you're playing too loud. As we exited the stage for intermission, both Dewey and Charlie said, Paul, you're playing so soft we can't hear you. The sound guy told me to play softer, I said. The sound guy? Are you kidding? Don't listen to him. Now we've got a cut from Baya Blue, a Palmodian tune, Yella. Thank you. 
Um, that was some recorded music from the 1975 um, rehearsal backroom chatter CD I've been playing. Um, I think that might be two different things, like the beginning is a rehearsal and maybe the last couple minutes are um, are them playing um, on stage. I don't know. It sounds different. Didn't it sound like there was a different thing there? Keith Jarrett, Dewey Redmond, Charlie Hayden, and Paul Modian. Um, we heard Paul's song. Um, also, yeah, if you know what that song is, let me know. And uh, we heard Yala, Paul's tune from Baya Blue before that. Uh, Dewey Redmond on Musette there. And I have one more reading. Um, more about the beginning of the end. Before the concert, when we first had first entered the hall for our sound check, everyone was telling me to be careful and not play too loud. The place had a high ceiling and the sound carried. I didn't say anything. I knew how to play soft and had enough experience to take care of any acoustic situation and was disappointed that no one gave me any credit for knowing what to play, when to play, and how to play. We were now in the dressing room and everyone was talking at once. Confusion. I was getting angry. Someone said, no one is telling anyone how to play. I stood up from my chair and hurled the coffee cup I was drinking out of against the wall. Crash. Silence. The room became deathly still. Keith came running into the room. What happened, he said. After some explanations, Keith decided to play the second set solo. After the breakup of the Keith Jarrett Quartet and many years later, someone asked Keith, why did the band break up? Addiction, Keith said. It was neither unexpected nor a surprise. The timing was right. The time had come to close the book on the quartet. Keith wasn't doing enough quartet or trio gigs. I wanted to play more. It was time to strike out on my own. <clears throat> but before we get to some of that, uh, we're going to play one more cut from By a Blue. This is Triste, uh, Paul, another Palmodian tune. Um, By a Blue is almost exclusively Paul's music.
Stay tuned for more of Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet after the top of the hour. Um, there's a, we got a lot of different things. Some Paul is leader and Paul is sideman with a couple of other people in the late 70s. Um, welcome back to the second hour of Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. Today's show is featuring Paul Modian in the 1970s, part two. Um, and the first part of the show was almost exclusively the Keith Jarrett Quartet. And we're going to move into some other Sideman stuff and, and Paul's first groups um, also. I want to thank my partners, um, the Rockport Automotive, the Dowling Walsh Gallery, and Curator for helping to sponsor the radio show. Um, we're going to start out the show with um, a Roswell Rudd 
tune called Blues for the Planet Earth, um, and it's from his 1976 Eminem album, Blown Bone.
That was the Palmodian Trio live at Creative Music Studio in upstate New York on January 8th, 1977. Charles Brackeen on saxophone, David Isensen on bass, and uh, Paul Modian on drums. And before that, we heard Lullaby, a Paul Modian tune from his album Dance, which came out in 1977 with the same trio. And at the top of the set, we heard uh, Paul as a sideman on Roswell Rudd's album Blown Bone. That was a 1976 release. Um, I thought it was an appropriate song called Blues for the Planet Earth, considering what's happening today in the world. And um, Roswell Rudd on trombone, Steve Lacey on soprano saxophone, Wilbur Little on double bass, Paul Modian on drums, Kenny Davern on clarinet, uh, Tyrone Washington on tenor saxophone, and Patty Brown on electric piano. Um, I hope I got that right, because now it doesn't mention the voice, does it? Um, I'll look and say at the next break if that's the wrong lineup there. Um, I'm going to read... One more piece from Paul Modian's unpublished autobiography, and it's about his uh, first album as leader, with Conception Vessel, which I played from last week. And so Paul's first two albums um, had many different players on them. And then the third album, which was Dance, um, was his own trio, and that's all that plays on it. And, um, and the fourth album... Le Voyage is also his own trio. So this was Conception Vessel was the beginning of being a leader. It was around the end of 1972 when I recorded my first album for ECM Records. I named it Conception Vessel and had Sam Brown on guitar, Charlie Hayden on bass, Keith Jarrett on piano and flute, Becky Friend on flute, and Leroy Jenkins on violin. There were duos with Keith, a drum solo, a trio piece with Sam Brown and Charlie, and a quartet piece with Charlie, Becky, and Leroy. My first album, my own music, and I had already passed my 40th birthday. It was a very satisfying experience, a new beginning for me. I had picked up a lot about music writing from Keith. He helped me, gave me books to study. I liked the music that I wrote. Some of it was influenced by the music I heard at home when I was very young. My parents had recordings of Turkish and Armenian music on 78s, vinyl discs that they played on our wind-up Victrola. Most of what I heard was music from Turkey, the country of my parents' birth. My writing was good, well done. I was happy about it. It could only get better. Um, so next up I have two versions of Paul's tune, The Sunflower. Um, and we're going to start out with um, a version that was from 1978 and recorded on Kenny Davern's album, Unexpected. Thank you. 
That was uh, Paul Modian rehearsing on his, on piano, um, and he called that Armenian Melody A, and it was recorded, um, I think, around 1978, um, might have been 79, and um, I thought that, that would be helpful to hear some of Paul's early workings. Um, if you like that, I did a whole show of that music. Um, you can um, search for it on Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. And before that, we heard um, two versions of the Sunflower. The first one was from the Kenny Davern album, Unexpected, with Steve Lacey, Steve Swallow, and Paul Modian. And then we heard the version from Le Voyage, 1979 ECM release with Paul and Charles Brackeen and J.F. Jenny Clark on bass. Um, and I looked up on um, the Blown Bone CD, and that was uh, Sheila Jordan on vocals on that. So I'm going to take us up to the top of the hour with um, first a little um, piano practice from that same tape I just played of Paul Modian um, playing Leur Voyage. And then we're going to hear Leur Voyage from a live concert recording in 1979 in, um, on March 3rd in Nantes, France, with uh, Charles Brackeen on saxophone, J.F. Jenny Clark on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. Then that's unreleased. Uh, it's not the greatest recording. Um, it's a slightly poor quality. But I think it, it's, um, it's kind of interesting to hear, um, rather than just play the version on the Le Voyage album. So um, uh, please keep listening and uh, keep resisting. Uh, Got some major treason going on in our country that uh, hopefully uh, Nancy Pelosi will lead the charge to get it out in the open and uh, we can get our country back to actually caring about human rights. That would be nice. Um, stay tuned uh, after this show for more community radio from WRFR.
Thank mm-hmm. you.